Welcome to Astrology Bites. This is your host, Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of the Tarot Coloring Book and your host for this podcast series. If you're curious about astrology, you are definitely in the right place. This is episode 42 of Astrology Bites. And with each episode of Astrology Bites, you get a bite-sized astrology lesson that's 15 minutes or less. It's super short and sweet. My goal is to make astrology feel simple, clear, fun, and totally applicable to your everyday life. Okay, let's get into today's episode. And today we're talking about conjunctions. And here's what you need to know. So a few episodes back, I gave a general intro to the aspects. And in today's episode and the next few upcoming ones, we're going to look at those major aspects separately with some examples to help you to understand them better. Anyhow, so we're going to start out with conjunctions. A conjunction occurs when two planets are in the same sign. When this happens, it serves to intensify the energy. Now, by the way, that could be for good or ill. It just depends on how that manifests and, you know, how the person decides to express it. Uh, in my opinion, conjunctions might be the most important of all the aspects because it's like a direct hit. In other words, the planets are interacting intimately. There is nothing separating them. So for example, if your natal sun is in Aries and your natal Mars is also in Aries, this means that they're conjunct. Now, let's talk about orbs for a second. Um, an orb is the, it's kind of like the distance of the degrees. Let me, let me give you an example, actually. Uh, I like to operate with what I call a very tight orb for all aspects, no more than five degrees separating the planets. For example, if that natal sun in Aries is at 10 degrees and the natal Mars is at 14 degrees, that's a pretty tight orb because there's no more than four degrees separating them. But if the sun is at 10 degrees Aries and the Mars is at 28, we're looking at an 18 degree orb. You know, that's really wide. Now, it might still have an effect, but it won't be as intense. Got that? So that's why I like to work with a tight orb because you can really feel the energy. So that being said, let's go over a few conjunctions in a natal chart so you can get a feel of how you might interpret it. I'll use myself as an example. So my sun is at 20 degrees Gemini and my Mercury is also at 20 degrees Gemini. That is like they're right on top of each other. They're both sitting in my eighth house. The eighth house rules joint finances, taxes, goods of the dead, intuition, death, and sex. This sun and Mercury conjunction shows a powerful ability to express ideas. In other words, I'm a communicator. No surprise that I'm doing this podcast, right? And what do I like to talk about? Well, you know, the eighth house is certainly geared for talking about the occult subjects, but, you know, frankly, I'm comfortable with any taboo subject. I also love talking about money and uh, thinking about it and managing it. And I've been in positions where I've managed money uh, for my family and my own household. And it's been something that I've really been naturally good at and enjoyed. So that's how it's manifested in my chart. Let's look at someone famous. So let's look at Donald Trump. So Donald Trump has Venus in Cancer at 25 degrees and Saturn in Cancer at 23 degrees. So again, that's a very tight orb. These planets are sitting in his 11th house of friendships and group activities. Venus and Saturn together can indicate creative talent. 
and the ability to form lasting friendships. This can also indicate a desire for financial status through marriage or partnerships, or maybe attracting partners who are looking for that. It can also indicate a person who feels, you know, maybe a little unloved or unappreciated. Now, if we look at this through a negative lens, it can also indicate a person who learns big lessons through marriage, especially if the marriage was for security on either end. It can also be a person who learns really important lessons through friendships, particularly friendships with women. So let's look at one more. So Diana, the Princess of Wales, here's a really interesting thing. Her Mars and Pluto were conjunct in Virgo in the eighth house. Now, in the eighth house, sometimes when Mars and Pluto are conjunct, it can indicate death through accident. So those are some examples, and I hope those give you an idea of how conjunctions work. Again, they intensify things. So know that if you have two planets, same sign, close degrees, you're really going to feel that. Now, by the way, sometimes the planets might be in different signs, but still very close in degree. So for example, let's say you have your sun in um, zero degree Aquarius, but your Mercury is in 28 degrees Capricorn. That's still conjunct. Um, but, you know, the energy is going to be a little bit interesting because you're dealing with two different signs. So you get uh, a pretty brainy individual is what I would say with that combo. All right. So what if you have three or more planets forming conjunctions? If you have three or more planets forming a series of conjunctions, that's called a stellium. So in other words, if you have three or more planets in the same sign, pay attention to where they're sitting in your natal chart. The energy indicates a central focus of activity in your life. In other words, it's significant. So a group of conjunctions, again, it's called the stellium. Pay attention, big stuff's going down. So I'll use myself as an example again, because I have two stelliums in my chart. I have Sun, Mercury, and Jupiter in the eighth, and Mars, Uranus, and Pluto in the 11th. So that tells you that there are a lot of things going on in the eighth house and a lot of things going on in the 11th house matters. Now the eighth house, again, it's all about, you know, um, the occult, death, psychic stuff, joint finances, money management. And then um, the 11th house has to do with friendships and group activities. You know, and I, I do have a wide circle of really good friends, so I'm very fortunate there. And I do direct a lot of energy into my friendships, my network, um, the people that I like to be connected with, also around work. Okay, so that's my example. So here's what you want to do. Take out your own astrology chart or mosey over to astrotheme.com and study the charts of celebrities. Look for conjunctions and stelliums. What do they tell you about yourself or other folks? You know, that's a really great place to start understanding what conjunctions and stelliums are all about. And hey, that's all for today's episode. If you're enjoying the show, take a moment and leave a positive review on iTunes because that's the best way to help new listeners discover the show. Thank you so much. And for more fun stuff, head over to my website, thetarolady.com. You'll find lots of resources about tarot and astrology, including free monthly forecasts and horoscopes and lots more. Again, that's thetarolady.com. I'll see you there. And remember... No matter what's going on in the cosmos today, ultimately you are in charge of your life. 
You're in the driver's seat. You don't like where your life is headed right now? You can change the course. You're the boss. You've got that power. Be kind to yourself and others and make smart decisions. I'll see you in the next episode.